Welcome to Gaia's Love, a podcast of brief messages to help humanity bridge the gap to the new earth. My name is Vivian Gerard. It is my delight to be a scribe for consciousness today, sharing the wisdom that flows through from source. Here we go. Episode 372. It is Friday here in Cincinnati. It's sunny and um, I think in the 50s. It feels good right now as I tune into the energy. And I think quite a bit of that is because we are moving towards a new moon on Monday in Sagittarius. A new moon solar eclipse, which perhaps for some would make them feel a little bit anxious or uncertain whenever the word eclipse comes up. I think it brings this intensity of uh, expectation into the astrology space and for me it it feels like like fresh air coming in like the light is changing we're moving into the Sagittarius sign which to me is always about play and adventure and traveling and the Sages I know are so go get them and and I invite us to consider that is the energy that we're moving towards. So the topic for today (laughs) completely goes along with Sagittarius energy. And yeah, I'm quite excited to discuss this. I, oh, and I want to begin. The very first thing I want to say is an apology because last week in my podcast, this is the first time I think I've done this in all of the episodes, I used the wrong name for somebody and I was so certain I was saying the right name, but I ended the podcast and later I was just thinking about it. I'm like, I don't know if this is right. And I went to get the links to make sure that um, I could include them in the description. I'm like, oh no, <laughs> oh no, I used the wrong name. So the podcast person I was referencing from last week is actually Aubrey Marcus, not Marcus Aubrey. <laughs> And so my deepest apologies, that is a very big oops to make someone's name other than what it is. And so I begin with that. Um, I'm also going to reference two Aubrey Marcus podcasts (laughs) in today's episode. So it feels even more important to make sure that I am saying his name correctly. All right, last week we had a long, long uh, foray into... Uh, many topics, mostly about this human journey and uh, how insight feels and how we become aware of things and then what we do with that and how I believe this year is really about giving us more and more opportunities to to know what we know, to become aware of what we know and then to stand firmly in that and, and literally create our destiny or create in this lifetime the life we've always wanted to be leading, living. And so I continue that theme (laughs) this week. So I was only halfway through the Aubrey Marcus podcast interview with Dr. Zach Bush when I made last week's episode of Gaia's Love. And I finished that and then 
went down a rabbit hole of more podcasts. (laughs) It's been a really fun week. I've had just all these beautiful awarenesses and connections and threads that are weaving through so many areas of my journey. This morning while I was at the gym, I started watching the Aubrey interview with Joe Dispenza. And I've had people recommending Joe Dispenza's information to me for ages, and it never quite resonated because it felt so science-based, which is funny because Zach Bush is all science-based and his work completely resonates. And so, you know, I just figured, well, this is the latest interview by Aubrey Marcus. It must be good because the last two, three I've watched have been amazing. And so I'm going to see what happens in this one. So I'm on the treadmill watching this conversation between these two people and the same word was used that was used in last week's podcast with Zach Bush and it is the most unusual word for scientists, in my opinion, to be using as a solution to what's happening on our planet. So I feel like it's worthy of time to sit within this podcast space and contemplate and feel into and see what connections we can weave as we look at the word ecstasy. So (laughs) I'm so excited about this topic and it just feels so fun to discuss. It's like myth busters. (laughs) That's how I feel. I'm like, we're doing the expose, the behind the scenes on ecstasy. (laughs) I will put the links to both those podcasts in the description and I really I just encourage you find some time do it at the gym listen while you're driving whenever while you're doing errands while you're cooking listen to these two podcasts and don't don't give up if what you're hearing at the beginning isn't quite resonating yes these are science guys who like evidence and they um, the two people being interviewed by Aubrey Marcus They like data, they like research, and it gives them, as I heard Joe Dispenza say on today's uh, interview, he said, it gives me the backbone, it gives people the backbone to say, okay, with this data behind me, with this science evidence information behind me, now I can try experiment with something new. Now I can believe in something that I never believed in before, because the evidence is there to prove it. And so they spend quite a bit of time using scientific words and results of research. And I think for some, for myself often, who are more um, in the narratives and the storytelling and the, you know, the softer side of things, not so much I need the hard evidence and the data, sometimes when people of that uh, knowledge (laughs) start sharing, I'm like, I don't want the science. I already believe. I don't need the science to believe. And so I have to listen to all this science in order to get to the belief. What if I already believe? What if I don't need all this science? And yet for many, the science is the bridge. The science is the bridge. So as you listen to the two interviews, and I'm only halfway through the Joe Dispenza one, there's there's a way that they, these two masters are we and Aubrey Marcus are weaving science and spirituality in the most intricate, beautiful presentation. And so stick with it. Stick with the whole two-hour podcast. Listen. I don't know how long this next one is because I didn't look at how long it was. But the first one is a solid two hours with Zach and Aubrey. We're on a first-name basis now in my podcast. <laughs> Zach and Aubrey. 
Oh, God, I can't do that. Dr. Zach. Dr. Zach and Aubrey. <laughs> it's a solid two hours, and it is. It's so magical, the flow they have through science and this universal cosmic way of seeing science. And so please sit through the whole thing, listen to the whole thing, and and then... Um, find which pieces, which threads resonate with you and bring them into your own experience. And so that's what I'm offering here is what I've been gathering from those interviews and the data and information that just keeps coming my way as I go down my rabbit holes (laughs) of information. I'm bringing my threads together in a unique way that I experience and understand what I'm learning and then offering it to you as another thread for you to look at what you want to leave. And so if we can hold this podcast uh, journey that we're taking together as unique for each one of us, it, it, just because I listen to all these different individuals doesn't mean I believe and match every single thing that they believe and match. And just because you listen to me and other podcasts doesn't mean you believe everything I offer. And we're all just taking the threads that resonate and then creating our own belief system, our own knowing, our own pathway of how we want to experience this human journey. So what amazed me Oh, it was so powerful. <laughs> it was awesome. I'm listening to Dr. Zach with all this amazing data, all this beautiful research, this leading edge work that he and his company and teams of people are doing, and Aubrey, and they're having this chat. And then, I believe this is how it happened, Aubrey Marcus says directly to Zach Bush, so for those people who don't know the path or the way and can't get to your clinic, What would you tell them? How would you guide them into um, coming to a place of more health and and more alignment in the ways you're describing it? Something like that. And out of Dr. Zach's mouth pops the word ecstasy. (laughs) And I think he surprised himself. And he said that. He's like, I, I, what? (laughs) This is the answer? And he said, but it's true. You could summarize all of the work that is happening in all of the places I'm studying it down to the word ecstasy. And so, so that was one nugget. Today I'm listening to Joe Dispenza and he's talking about, you know, what happens when people are in this co-creative space with him having these events and how this heart chakra healing starts to happen. He calls it heart coherence. And all of the heart, the within your own heart as an individual, you're coming into this incredible, balanced, beautiful, expansive state of love within yourself. And as that's happening within the collective group that's gathered, all of them are coming into one heart coherence within that group. And he said, there's this, this movement towards ecstasy, feeling the the overwhelming sensation of joy and love. And, and he said, when people tap into that, they want more. And then they want to know what's the formula. How do you, how do you get that? What's the pathway to that? And he said, so in my work, I teach people the formula and he's teaching the formula in the way that he has identified with science and spirituality, how it works. 
same thing for what Zach Bush is doing. He's teaching it in the way that he's found that it works. And it's the same for all of us in, in these roles that we play as guides or facilitators or messengers. We have found pathways that we, we follow in our own journey inward towards this, uh, as they both describe, like unity with the divine, this connection, this oneness with the divine. And in that space of unity, anything is possible because you feel whole, you feel connected. And so as we find our pathways into feeling and experiencing that, we want to tell everybody else about it. And so we create all of these offerings and you know, programs and facilitations and events and podcasts and everything we do as a, this is not for all people, but for those who really have found this pathway inward, what we offer back is example after example, process after process, formula after formula to show others how they can find the pathway inward for themselves. Knowing, this is the whole premise of the Gene Keys book, knowing that it doesn't matter how much we offer, how much we show you, what kind of words we bring forward, what kinds of facilitation are available. You have to find your way there yourself. You have your own unique pathway towards that experience of ecstasy, that experience of oneness with yourself, with the divine, with the world, with the consciousness of the cosmos, <laughs> with everything. Like you have, to, you have to create your own unique connection back in. And, and so everything we offer is kind of bullshit. I mean, it isn't. It's a pathway. It's a formula. You can try it. And all of those resources create threads that you weave that help you create your own unique pathway. But eventually, you're going to look back at all of the things we all said, and you're like, well, that was bullshit, because here's my way. Here's my pathway. <laughs> and, then, and then you'll start teaching your way, and you'll share it with everyone, knowing as you're teaching or showing or modeling or living it, it's going to be bullshit, because it won't matter to anybody else, because they have to find their own way too. It's just so... It's like this cosmic joke, this grand... I don't know, I guess this is maybe what people say when, you know, the veil of illusion will fall or we're coming to this new awareness or you're going to have some, uh, this happens a lot in astrology, there's going to be some uh, huge aha that's going to shock you. This is eclipse season. There's going to be some big surprise. <laughs> and it's true, but I feel like the surprise is always like almost a joke. It's like... Well, you already, you already have everything you need inside of you. And so all of this other stuff doesn't really even matter. <laughs> and like that becomes the joke. And that becomes the aha and the surprise. But to get to that moment of clarity, to get to that moment of awareness, all of these resources help. They, they provide grounding and steadiness as you make your way towards that aha. All of the tools that I learned in the energy reading program I took, all of the books I've read, the life experiences I've moved through, the podcasts, everything has been one little signpost, one little validation, one more resource that helped me 
walk my way to this place where now I know how to feel, how to experience ecstasy, how to live that, how to be in this incredible feeling of unity with source, with consciousness, with humanity. And it doesn't mean I'm perfect and I've mastered it. And it doesn't mean Aubrey Marcus has all the answers, although he's figured a lot out. And it doesn't mean Zach Bush and Joe Dispenza live blissful lives and they never get frustrated and they are always at one with themselves and the world. No, it's, it's the human density of the experiences that we, we bump around. We, we have these ahas and we think we know everything and then, oh no, <laughs> there's this like... there's this next layer of awareness that opens up and we realize we knew nothing. (laughs) It's like we call bullshit on ourselves more than we do on anybody else as we're moving along this path because we think we're so wise and then (laughs) we're not. (laughs) We meet someone else who's mastered some other beautiful thing here in the human journey and we realize we know nothing about that and so we want to learn more and (laughs) it's... It's the beauty, the richness of all that's available to us here in Gaia on Earth that keeps drawing us back. You know, last week I was reading from my book and I described that dance of, you know, being here on Earth and thinking you figured it out and then just being too tired. And so you check out, you die, you go back to being a soul and you look down at the journey you just completed as a human and you're like, oh. I learned nothing. (laughs) I'm going to have to go back again. (laughs) So you come back down into another human body and you live a long life or a short life and you have all these, you know, learnings and lessons and ahas and frustrations and failures and eventually you decide you're tired and you die and you go back (laughs) to being a soul and you're like, did I master nothing? (laughs) Did I I learn nothing? (laughs) And you come back again. It's just this incredible, extraordinary loop of soul and physical and density. You know, I like to believe (laughs) this only happens on earth. And yet I'm sure in my calling bullshit on myself, there's probably 50 earths with different names or a million earths with different names with all these different human experiences. And we're all bouncing around between all of them. Who knows? Who knows? We don't know yet. We don't know all that is available or possible in the soul journey, this incredible flow of consciousness. All we know is what we are able to access in this exact moment that we're in right now. And so I will share, I thought I would share sooner, but (laughs) apparently that all that needed to come through first. (laughs) I had to look up the definition of ecstasy. I mean, I know what I believe it to be, but I'm like, what is the actual Google definition, because, you know, Google defines everything. (laughs) So here's what it says. There were two definitions. First was an overwhelming feeling of great happiness or joyful excitement. The second one, an emotional or religious frenzy or trance-like state, originally one involving an experience of mystic self-transcendence right? (laughs) Like, what'd they say? (laughs) When I read the definition, my, (laughs) 
My first reaction was, yeah, that pretty much sums it up. There are two ways to define ecstasy, and I'll try to put this into the words in the way I understand it. I feel like many humans hearing the word ecstasy give it this unique experience uh, pedestal. Like, I can reach ecstasy in that rare occurrence in which all environmental factors are perfect and I will have that moment of feeling that transcendent state, that mystical quality, that religious-based oneness with the divine. And so it becomes this goal that we're reaching towards. I believe this is the whole journey with sex and orgasm. Can we get to that one blissful moment that, you know, lasts however many seconds? And the whole point of everything is to get to that. And so, and for many, you know, this is definitely connected to uh, chemical substances or plant medicine journeys of which, you know, I've had that experience in ceremony where you feel ecstasy as this one unique moment of being with the divine and then you come back into your regular life and it's this memory it's this thing that you want to achieve again it's this external outside of you magically created moment that perhaps perhaps we'll have more of those (laughs) perhaps there will be more orgasms perhaps there will be more of those perfect parties where everyone was there and it was just this incredible ecstatic dance or ecstatic whatever and so we we almost separate ourselves from the experience of ecstasy and then there's the first definition which is what I'm offering in this podcast space as a way to live and this is what I believe Zach Bush and Joe Dispenza are describing as the pathway to healing individually within your own body And then collectively within humanity, this is the pathway. It's experiencing ecstasy all the time. So they use, and again, the definition, the first definition is an overwhelming feeling of great happiness or joyful excitement. How many children do we watch that live in this way? Just blissed out, playing, splashing outside in the pool or in the puddles or in the sprinklers or in the ocean, running, arms wide, just in this beautiful, living, experiencing ecstasy, the soul and the human body at one, at peace, playing with the environment around with this physical home of Gaia Earth and all the beauty that she brings. We observe that and we leave that behind as we grow up. We separate ourselves from that feeling of joy, of overwhelming joy and excitement. And that's when I believe we start reaching for these blissful brief moments of ecstasy and and we start to believe and these are very general statements so if this is not a match for you stop listening or (laughs) have your own uh, journey side by side as I share all of this many of us believe 
Ecstasy is now this gift we give ourselves rarely as a reward or in between our daily running around and working whatever jobs we're working and taking care of everyone we're taking care of. And so we, we give ourselves little brief moments of ecstasy. And if we disconnect from how to feel that in our body, we start to become addicted to substances or um, we give ourselves these brief experiences of ceremony or parties or dances where we can, we can touch back into that. And I believe there is extremely beautiful value in, in those moments when the intention is, I want I want to learn, I want to, like uh, Joe Dispenza says, I want to find the formula, the pathway that will show me how to embody ecstasy, how to, how to live that more, how to feel that overwhelming joy more often. In the interview with Joe Dispenza, he's talking about his retreats and how they, when they get to that incredible feeling of this oneness of all of this energy and love in the collective group that's gathered a thousand people and they're all just heart coherence individually heart coherence as a group he says they bring in people who are ill and they help heal them because in that vibrational state of ecstasy the cells of the body are are not believing in fear and illness so it doesn't resonate and you match that with lots and lots and lots of people all in that place of ecstasy, truly in their body, feeling it without substances. And then all of a sudden, everyone, even the ill people, are, are coming into that frequency where they see themselves as something more than what they actually are in that moment. They see the potential. They see the future. They, they see wellness. And... And they are able to move towards it. Um, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> uh, this is why it takes two hours for these interviews. It's because there's so much they're trying to translate. <laughs> Knowing the whole time, it doesn't, they don't even know if it's going to translate. They don't even know if they can put into words what they're doing in their work. <laughs> Joe Dispenza talks about how time time is the, the the gap the factor between cause and effect between illness and healing and he said the longer the gap the more people start to give up on feeling healthy again they they don't believe the healing is possible because that gap of time is so long he said when you can access that knowing that belief within yourself that something different is possible you shorten the gap of time you suddenly take a healing journey that may have been years and you condense it. And now that person who is sick has this knowledge, evidence that someone else has healed themselves through this belief, through this shift in their awareness. And so knowing that, it shortens their own timeline that they have of how long it will take to heal. And suddenly their bodies, their cells are now vibrating in alignment with healing. I, I've watched many ayahuasca videos and there are so, there are several of them that do such a beautiful job of describing how the plant, the ally, comes into the body when the person has this intention of healing themselves, of 
relieving themselves of an old fear, of an old trauma, of PTSD, of whatever the wounds are that the individual has been battling, many of them for their whole life, for most of their adult life. When the ally plant comes in, it goes into the energy of it goes into all of the cells because we are connected to this planet. We are, we are in the womb of Gaia Earth and her creations, her, her plants, her trees, her uh, mushrooms, as so many experience, like all of her allies are available here as resources to help us heal. And so when we bring an ally in with this intention of learning, learning from the plant, that pure intention aligns with the physical cells of the body and the mind and the soul of the human. And suddenly there's this coherence within and it shows the pathway. It reveals a pathway to healing. Where, where I believe there's um, perhaps a gap or a potential opportunity is for the integration from these brief moments of ecstasy how do we how do we bring the learning from those brief moments the pathway and apply it into our daily activities how do we go from these as the google definition says these unique religious mystical self-transcendent experiences that are one-off here or there how do we go from that definition of ecstasy to this definition of experiencing it, living it, embodying ecstasy. Can you feel the difference? For some people, it is through nature. It's through sitting with the trees, being outside, walking on the grass, living at the beach, living in the mountains, finding those those daily touches to the energy of Gaia that's very tangible and real. For me, it's sunshine. Oh, sunshine. <laughs> like, if I, if I go days without sunshine, I can feel it. My cells of my body are not coherently happy. <laughs> Ecstasy and sunshine for me are so intimately connected. And it's it's my pathway. I understand that sound for me. Oh my God, sound is such a pathway to ecstasy. And I, by ecstasy, I mean this overwhelming sense of joy in being alive, of being the unique soul in this unique human body that's called Vivian that lives in Cincinnati and does these things where I talk about consciousness and life on this planet and healing and energy this unique combination that is me thrives with sound it's it's like the vibration of my cells of my body know what brings me into coherence and the more that i match that frequency of sound in my human journey the more i live ecstatically i live with this overwhelming sense of joy i embody it in a way that makes this such an incredible lifetime to be living it wasn't always that way it it took all those threads and years and experiences and moments of brief ecstasy weaving together all the teachers and masters i've been able to surround myself with most importantly my family 
the master teachers of my children and my husband and my parents and my siblings. <laughs> These master teachers that have guided my path so that I can embody ecstasy. I can live in this vibration more and more and more that is just overwhelming joy. And I pour that knowledge, that pathway, that vibration into this podcast and into my work to offer examples to you as you listen, to you as we do work together to say, here, here's here's what worked for me. It does not mean it will work for you, but let's bump up against each other and see what happens as I share and you share and you learn and we learn and we all call bullshit on each other. <laughs> and And you'll find, you'll find your flow. You'll figure it out. And when you do, all you're going to want to do is talk about it with everybody else because you want, this is what uh, I think Joe Dispenza or one of them, Aubrey maybe was saying this. They're like, when you figure it out, it was Joe Dispenza. He says, all you want to do is tell everybody else because <laughs> you want everyone else to be as happy as you are. You want everyone else to feel as joyous as you are. And so you don't want it to be a unique one-time experience that you do off by yourself. You want, you want to live it, embody it, share it knowing someone will get a nugget that they will then use in their journey in their way of learning and then that nugget is going to guide them and then (laughs) they're in their flow of joy one of the beautiful things that joe dispenza was saying i'm so excited to watch the rest of the podcast because who knows what else he's going to say but just to where i got was pretty cool he said when people come to his Uh, seminars and workshops he said they often come with this agenda I think Aubrey Marcus actually brought that up first he said I came with an agenda I wanted this one manifestation and Joe Dispenza said well when we when we find this state of transcendence this feeling of oneness this connection to the divine and we figure out our pathway what we want more than that car or that better health or that fancy awesome relationship what we want most is to tell everybody else so that they can figure it out too he said so suddenly we turn into this person who wants to serve we we want to share (laughs) we want to tell everyone in the world (laughs) i remember when i shifted to the fifth dimension of consciousness which i talked about consciousness last week and the dimensions of it when I had my shift to fifth dimension, it was in the summer a few years ago. I was so excited. I was like literally bouncing off the walls because my heart was so happy. It was just this state of joy, this overwhelming joy. And I sat outside by my pool with this little red t-shirt on and sunshine like making me sweat because it was so hot. (laughs) But I was so happy. I just wanted to get this thought across. (laughs) And I make this video and I'm just like, fifth dimension is, it's all about joy and love and consciousness and bliss. And I want everyone to know how happy I am because you should be this happy. (laughs) That's what happens. That's what it feels like. You, You can't contain ecstasy when you start to embody it. And people have all different names for this. You know, it's an awakening. I... I believe many call it a kundalini awakening, that zip of energy up your spine that suddenly like blows your life apart. It's, it's embodying 
this overwhelming sense of joy and and excitement in a way that it's in you it's in you and there will be times where you still get frustrated with life and maybe maybe I'm limiting by even saying that but for myself there's still times I get pissed off and I this should have gone this way and why did this happen this way and you know I kind of ebb and flow through it but the trajectory of how I live and how much more of my day is spent feeling feeling so delighted to be a human here to be in my body and having these incredible experiences every single day that feeling of ecstasy is tangible and real and so yeah there will still be times like tonight we're having a celebration for my friend who just graduated from college i'm so damn proud of her we're gonna drink tonight we're gonna drink we're gonna eat in excess i'm gonna bake an apple pie and pour ice cream all over it and i mean we're gonna revel tonight in a in a definition of ecstasy that would be called the second one, right? Like that short-term, unique, mystical (laughs) moment of self-transcendence. And I will go into ceremony again and have those elevated experiences with consciousness through the plants. And I will swim in my pool and feel the sunshine on my body and just be delighted in the summertime with like what it feels like to be a human. We will have those higher moments of orgasmic ecstasy and and we integrate we integrate that into our human journey on a daily basis we begin to live that way embodying ecstasy and i i feel like tying last week the last couple weeks podcast into this one you know what is covid teaching us perhaps one of the lessons among the many, many, many lessons is to expand the continuum of pain and suffering from ecstasy so that there's this, this um, oh, what do you call it, where you pull back on an elastic band and then it shoots us, propels us forward. It's like we've been pulled so far backwards into the the isolation and the suffering and the pain that when the pressure is released from that experience of collective COVID fear, it's going to like propel us forward into this new level at the other end of the continuum, which would be ecstasy of embodying even more this oneness with the divine, this oneness with all of humanity. More importantly, this oneness with Gaia, with earth. Isn't that an incredible possibility for us? And maybe that's what this whole incredible wrap-up astrologically of 2020 is squeezing. Maybe that's the elastic band pulled back. It's like putting all this pressure on us to feel the last of the fear, to squeeze the last of the fear out of us, and then to integrate all that we've learned into ourselves so that when we move into 2021, when we cross the threshold of time, we can be in this new vibration, which is embodying ecstasy. I have um, two meditation events at the end of this year. I can't remember if I've mentioned them, but the one is a meditation call on December 30th, and it's called Integrating, Integrating 2020. 
And then the one on January 2nd on Saturday is into 2021 flow. Doing the, the introspective analysis with my guidance on one side of 2020 as we end it, and then on the other side of time as we move into 2021. There's, there's all these tools and resources that I've learned that I can show that may or may not work for you. I believe they usually give you many nuggets. And then you develop your own knowing. You develop your own pathway, your own formula of how you embody ecstasy more and more. Okay, so I've got just a couple minutes and then I've got to get ready for my gym. But there's this movie there's this movie and I can't remember if I've talked about it in this space before. I feel like I have, but I'm just going to share it again. And it's a spoiler for, I'm going to give the ending away. So I'll tell you the name. So the name of the movie is About Time. And it's this beautiful redheaded Irish man that is the main character, the main actor, and this beautiful brunette. Um, so that's the name of the movie. It absolutely gives you an example of everything I've described in this podcast. So if you haven't yet watched About Time, I would suggest finding it. I think it's on Netflix or one of those, Hulu or something. Um, find it and then watch it this weekend and then come back and you can listen to the last few minutes of the podcast. And that way I won't ruin the ending for you because it's such a magical ending. If you have watched it, then keep listening to the podcast. So for those who are not going to listen because you are going to watch it, I love you. Have a beautiful weekend. For those who are going to listen, what's so cool about this movie is it describes time in a nonlinear way. So the main character is able to travel through time. And so he moves back and forward and he he does the shortcut of what I described in my book in last week's podcast, where he goes back to being a soul, comes back to being a human, learns, 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 and then eventually you have this life where you've maybe mastered the journey of being a human. He does that all in one lifetime because he can travel through time. So he has a bad day. What does he do? He goes back and he redoes it. He has a bad relationship. He goes back and he redoes it. And so he's He's doing this shortcut because he can play with time in a nonlinear way here in his own human lifetime, except for the catch of his dad. So when his dad, actually it's not the catch, it's the catch of when he has children, then you can't go back because you would change the child. That's what it was. So his dad uh, is going to die and this is so complicated, but whatever, his dad's going to die and he knows that he can only go back and visit his dad so many times until he is going to have his child. And his wife is like pregnant, like about to have the baby. <laughs> and so he goes back and sees his dad this one last time. And it's just the most beautiful scene. It's just the most heartbreakingly beautiful scene as they say goodbye. And then he comes back. And the last part of the movie is the best part because he teaches what he's learned he teaches his pathway and he says my dad told me here's how you should live live your day and then when you go to bed and your wife falls asleep get up go back in time relive the day with absolute joy with ecstasy embody ecstasy and live your life your day in that way and see what happens 
And so he starts doing that. He has one day and there's all these things that go wrong and it doesn't work out. And then he goes back and he just laughs and loves and plays his way through the day. And at the very, very end of the movie, here's the master wisdom he offers. And so I share it with you as master wisdom. He says, what if you just get up in the morning and live from that place of joy already the first time? So you don't have to go back and live the day again trying to make it better. Just get up and live the day from that place of joy and excitement and enthusiasm and full presence and gratitude for all the magic of your life. And I would say, what if you just embody ecstasy, this overwhelming feeling of joy at being alive, this incredible level of excitement for the human journey? What if you just embody that the moment you get up and try all day long to embody that as much as possible? You know what happens? You can hold that vibration for longer and longer periods of time. And that's what I'm working on. That's what I do. That's what I focus on during my day. And there are days I suck at it. (laughs) I'm not able to get anywhere near ecstasy. And then there are more and more days where I'm in that feeling of overwhelming joy for longer and longer periods of time. And my intention moving into 2021 is just more of that, more of that feeling, such incredible gratitude for being alive and having this life that I live that is so rich with magic and joy and embodying it for more and more of my days. My husband is a pro at this and it drives me crazy. (laughs) We were putting the Christmas tree up the other day, which, uh, I mean, I don't even, it doesn't have this emotional significance it used to for me. And because I believe in source of oneness. And so why are we putting this tree up? But it has all these beautiful ornaments with all these memories and the lights and just the symbolism. And my husband's like, you are no fun. You are not, you are just not making this pleasurable. I'm like, but I don't want it. I'm tired. It was right at the end of COVID and kids weren't here and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and he's like, don't ruin my fun just because you're not having fun. He lives from such a high level of ecstatic joy for the human experience. And it encourages me to keep being better, being more that. So, yeah, there you go. I mean, my whole body is just vibrating with such sunlight and fun (laughs) in this moment such pleasure for being able to share all of this with you and also knowing I've still got some more of these podcasts to watch and who knows what other magic is going to come through and my daughter's home from college and my son is here and life is so sweet life is so sweet so let's perhaps focus on living it right not right living it from the highest vibrational possibility the moment we get up and as long as we can hold it, pockets of it, moments of it throughout the day. That's a pretty good intention, huh? All right, so your assignments. <laughs> this is what I tell all my clients when we have sessions. Your assignments are 
(laughs) watch the two podcasts that I will include the links to uh, because they're so powerful and have your own understanding of what ecstasy means and the ways that these two science spiritual wizards will share it and Aubrey Marcus how he shares it and then watch about time if you haven't if you have maybe watch it again I might watch it again this weekend and tap into that understanding of from the from the first moment of the day already live it that way and then we head into a new moon so on Monday I will be sharing a new moon tarot card reading a new moon meditation for Sagittarius so good yeah and then we move towards the end of this year so good stuff all right have a beautiful weekend everyone Thank you for tuning in to this vibration of pure love. I invite you to join me on Sunday mornings for an hour of meditation, visualization, and energy healing, where we realign our mind-body-spirit with Gaia and Source. You can learn more at mysouljourney.com. Let's take this message of Gaia's love out into all of our relationships and communities today. So much love from my heart to yours.